Okay, first of all, uh, my name is Ankit Gupta. I am working as an intern at Parkless. And uh, I've been in this industry for the last two and a half years. And uh, I love talking to people and talking to people like you and learn from them. So thank you for doing this podcast. It really, really means a lot to me. Thank you so much for having me for this. Like I was not expecting this. I just was expecting this to be a very quick phone call or something you wanted like, yeah. to talk about. But, like yeah. super excited to like talk to you about this. Yeah, I thought, yeah I'm, I'm good. I'm really good. I thought that in the first place that I'd just do the phone call and ask you about like certain questions I have. But I thought that uh, why not just record it and maybe post it somewhere and all of us can learn from uh, what you have to say. Okay, so uh, as you as I've said earlier that uh, the questions has been divided into two parts. First of all, I will asking you about your like the personal opinion and the personal journey of how you became the UX designer and you know the whole design education. And the second part is about uh, the more of a technical part, like how you do you know certain things in the company. Uh, yeah. So uh, my first question would be: so how do you got how did you first got started with the UX design? Like, uh, where did it all got started? Like, what, what it, was it was it in the college or like self education or what? Yeah, no, I uh, I have a four year degree in communication design from Pearl Academy. Okay. Uh, so I basically just Pearl Academy Noida now it's like Delhi. So, uh, but Pearl Academy is actually a very famous design college in Delhi, and uh, I was actually doing CA. After twelfth, and I thought okay. of like because my dad's a chartered, so I thought of like getting into chartered accountancy myself. Uh, okay. But it was just not my calling. I knew it from the first. I was just doing it because my dad asked me to. Uh, sooner, sooner that I realized that since this is not my calling, I don't really want to do this for the rest of my life. I wanted to switch paths, and it was just that like you know design. I won't even say design. I think storytelling, filmmaking, uh, videography, photography, all of this in general. Graphic design, all of this was like stuff that I've always been intrigued with. I never used to like actually do it, but it was always stuff that used to intrigue me. Something that's always there on my Google search and mm-hmm. like that. Yeah, so nothing. So basically, I just uh, got to know that there's this course called communication design, mm-hmm. and uh, I understood that when I just read all the steps that comes under this course: filmmaking, animation, VFX, UI, UX, interface. Uh, illustrations. So I was like, okay, this is something that really interests me, mm-hmm. and I just went ahead with it. And I had a gala time for the four years of my life in college. College was beautiful, and I learned a lot about design over there in general. Uh, UI UX happened much later because my uh, major in communication design was in graphic design and illustrations. So I'm at my very core, I'm a very uh, brand design and illustration person who delved into UI UX because I really love the amalgamation of technology and tech when it comes to yeah. design. And I saw that that is a good field of, uh, you know, it's a good amalgamation. So I just decided to go ahead with it. And uh, I got placed from my college at Accenture as okay. a UI UX yeah. designer. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So first two and a half years of my uh, career, I was in Accenture. And uh, yeah, and after that, I switched to Basically, okay. So uh, there's one question. Uh, there's one question I got. I get asked a lot about like, do designers need to learn to draw to become a UI UX designer? So, what do you think about that? No, 
No, no, no. For sure, no. So I think the thing is design in general, uh, something that uh, college taught me very well and something that I see lacking a lot when I see my social media, my LinkedIn. Mm-hmm. People think of design and just design as UI, UX or product design. But uh, when you come from a design college, one thing that you definitely learn is that design, you are just as UI, UX or illustrator or graphic designer, brand designer, you're just like one segment of the big umbrella that is design. Design as fashion design, industrial design, product design. So you learn from all these people and that is where your actual, uh, you know, uh, that's actually your entire hood of people that you should be getting inspired from and learning from. So uh, a UI, UX designer can... I feel it's very uh, dependent on what kind of field of design you are. But if you say UI, UX design, no, definitely not required to do how to know, how to draw or how to make shapes or all of that. But uh, at the same time, if let's say you get into fashion design, that is definitely a field where you should be very good or hands-on with sketches. But I think that is not something that you can not, not learn. It's yeah. a skill that you can definitely, you know, get hands-on, learn about it. So I think all of that stuff is, uh, design thinking is what's more important and your creativity is what actually matters more than how good you are with your pen and pencil. Yeah. All right. Uh, so my next question is, uh, um, yeah. So as you said that you got a uh, letter into the UI UX part. So uh, did you learn that UI UX thing in the college? Uh, or did you have taken any other yeah, so we had a, we did have a college uh, segment, let's say a semester, if you want to say. Actually, I won't even say a semester, like a part of semester where the subject for three months was UI UX. So we were taught uh, some basic of UI UX design. We did create like a, a mo- uh, like a mobile app during that journey. And it was a pretty fascinating uh, thing. I really, really enjoyed that semester. And it's just something that I never thought like, you know, I would take up. But when it came to, you know, college uh, applications and all of that, sorry, uh, college placements, I kind of just realized that, you know, I really enjoy brand and graphic design, but I don't actually mind, you know, delving into the path of UI UX because I already have uh, pretty much, I won't say master, but I'm pretty pretty much satisfied with the way I'm doing illustrations or graphic design. I don't think that I just want to create an entire career out of it. I really always want to delve my feet into different, different paths. And it's just another way of challenging yourself because I really liked tech. And UI UX was really helping me move towards tech and that it was just that time in 2019 when the world was like talking about AR, VR, XR, MR. I was just watching YouTube videos all day. So it was just an experiment. I was like, why not? Like this company as Accenture has come to college. I'll just sit in the placements, even though like the placements are open for everyone, but people who took UI UX as their major in my college are the ones who go ahead with it. And my bus placement, I just sat and sat in there. And luckily I got through. Uh, and yeah, and I think honestly, most of the UIs that I've learned is on job at Accenture. And I'm very thankful to them for that. But I don't think I've like as such taken any course in general Udemy or something. Mm-hmm. I slice the karte karte, working over there, watching a few YouTube videos, all of that. Yeah. And with time practicing yourself, yeah. I think that's how I... Great. Uh, one of my friends is also a colleague and a friend and a colleague from Port Academy. Uh, she's a great designer too. Yeah. Awesome. And um, yeah, so anybody who uh, wanted to know is design college is necessary to get into UX design and becoming a creator designing? I don't think so. Uh, as in, sorry, is the question is college required for UX? Yeah, college necessary for to become a no, UX I, designer? No, I oh no, I don't think so. I I I do believe that there are, and I see it after like two, three years of being in this industry where college helped me and where I do feel like 
I would have loved uh, people who are not in UI UX design to have at least understood this part of why college is necessary. Um, okay, now a bit I'll dive into the how you work. Uh, you know, whenever you are designing something, so uh, maybe graphic design or maybe you know illustration or UX design, UI design. So how do you, you know, where do you look for design inspiration? Or what's your thought process yeah. or maybe the process of uh, looking into an inspiration or diving into that flow state of, you know, uh, getting the inspiration? Yeah, so I, uh, I'm actually, I, this is where uh, college helped me a lot. We were like, kafi zyada time, they used to actually tell us, Ki stop looking at Pinterest and okay. looking at the time. <laughs> okay, okay. When they used to actually teach you, like, you know, when they actually said inspiration is out there. I really believe that because uh, I used to in my college, like as a graphic design student, I used to sit in fashion design college, uh, classes, just like randomly start with the lectures. I used to sit in industrial design classes. And I think a lot of inspiration of yours actually lies in not how something looks, but how yeah. something is actually thought of by a person. So I look up to a lot of fashion designers as to how they kind of came up with an idea. And I try to actually implement that sometimes in my design. I look up a lot of industrial structures. Uh, one interaction that I once randomly made is I looked at this Japanese structure of a uh, building and as to how it was in a perspective. And I just started putting UI cards in that perspective. So sometimes oh. I actually not like, uh, yeah. So I think uh, because that's how you will actually come up with something different. I think that's the idea because sometimes you just like get irritated by seeing the same stuff, let's say on Dribble or Pinterest. It's not that that stuff is not great. It's beautiful work done by brilliant artists. But yeah. sometimes I've just kind of realized by uh, when I was in college that this was something I love, used to do. I used to get bored of my lectures. I used to listen to other people's lectures. And that used to inspire me a lot. That actually inspired my college final project as well. So I think that is just something that I always keep on looking. I buy, instead of buying just UI UX books, I actually really buy a lot of graphic design books. I buy a lot and a lot of fashion designers books. And I yeah. read up their theories and how they basically come up with stuff. And it really helps. Yeah. Just, it's about making your creative thinking that way. Mm -hmm. Can I also think this way for this problem? Okay. And, it's, uh, like, it's not about like the what you see. Like uh, what you're saying is how someone sees and what is the thought process behind exactly. someone has think, made that thing. I think inspiration is not that oh, dribble mein isne shadow acha dala hai button mm -hmm. ke to main ye karta mm -hmm. Inspiration is more about like if you find as to oh, isne shadow ke mein kaise socha? Why didn't he come up with this? Mm -hmm. I think that is something that you that is that instills more of creative thinking in you rather than just saying okay, this guy has done this I can also get inspired by doing this. So I think that is where more of your ideas lie. Because if you read a lot of design books or uh, see how other people in the design domain other than product design or uh, digital product design are doing it, I think that always helps you think, okay, at least because at the end of the day, as I said in the previous answer, the idea is to your creative thinking and your ability of how you come up with something matters. Uh, it's not just about, you know, and that's basically what distinguishes you. So I think that is where your main inspiration should lie. And yeah, I think that's my <laughs> long answer to that. Um, that was really insightful. I had never thought even that. So yeah, it's it always honestly, dude, it helps me so much. Sometimes when I get too tired of like, I'm, I want to come up with a new, let's say, stuff on UI. 
I actually start looking at uh, po- po- uh, posters instead of like why look at UI uh, UIs on Drupal. Start looking at posters on Pinterest if you want to. If you Pinterest or Drupal, say, they can start looking at how posters are made, art posters in 1980s are made, and see how they used to you know uh, mm-hmm. put forms and structures differently together. How layouts were made, and at the end of the day, UI is a way of creating beautiful layouts, right? And what better than graphic designers who made beautiful posters with great layouts? Yeah, yeah. Okay, okay. But um, my third, yeah, this question is: uh, What do you do when you have a creative block? Oh, dude, <laughs> it happens so many times. I actually, uh, I have multiple ways. I would love to be. Uh, sometimes I genuinely just take a vacation. I'm not even joking. Mm-hmm. And it is not for a creative block. I don't. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to say that I have creative blocks, but I. Just sometimes have this thing, I don't think I want to work right now. Mm-hmm. I think that is my creative block where I'm just, ki, uh, it's not like I'm not able to come up with some stuff. That's how I'm, my brain, I think, works. My brain is just wired ki, or you just take like a break of one to two days. So I'm very, luckily, I'm in an organization that, you know, is very, very employee friendly when it comes to all of this. And uh, yeah, I just like, sometimes I'll just like take a break. I'm like, I'm I think I'll take a break and that always helps me honestly because sometimes you are so uh, used to seeing one thing altogether for example thing that I'm working uh, I've been seeing it for a quite let's say I've been seeing it for quite a while now like let's say I've been working on something for five six months maybe someone new who'll see it and be like oh no, this looks nice but for me because I've been seeing that same thing it kind of gets annoying right? yeah. you do need a break after a day, you see that again, you're like, okay, th- yeah. fresh thoughts automatically come to your mind. Yeah, yeah. So I think my answer of how I take creative, get rid of creative is very cliche. I just genuinely take a break. Yeah. yeah. That, that your problem was very relatable. I also yeah, yeah. feel the, like the same kind of thing. That uh, happens all the time. And it's very, very normal. Then I started talking to a lot of people and they have everyone has their own ways I've seen. Some people I know just delve into reading books. Yeah. They are reading the blogs. I just oh. sleep it off. <laughs> okay, that's a great All right. Uh so yeah, can you let me go through your journey of getting into grid? Like you already said that after the, yeah. an extra you went to the grid, like yeah. yeah, so uh, I think uh, after a point in Accenture, I kind of realized that uh, I really want to, uh, so Accenture has a lot of enterprise work. So I realized that I really want to do more of customer facing products. Uh, and enterprise, uh, Accenture does very large scale products mm-hmm. in general. And I had a good time over there working, but I really wanted to like switch to something that faces the direct consumer market. And uh, that's when I just like, it just hit me that, hey, why don't I just apply to startups? And uh, when I thought of applying to startups, I decided to like, you know, apply to multiple startups. But uh, cred, I think since uh, in 2019, I got a cred, I started my job and I got a credit mm-hmm. card and uh-huh. I downloaded cred. I think okay. since that day, I was just like a fan of the, I think their first version was the second version. I probably think the second version is what I might have installed. And I was a fan since that day of this product. And I remember like in 2019, uh, my mm-hmm. current lead right now in Accenture, I had I, uh, Accenture, sorry, cred. I totally forgot this. I was looking at my LinkedIn messages like last week and I had messaged him back in 2019 or 2020 saying, hey, I love the work that you guys do, all of this stuff, vagera, vagera. And he had replied back. He's like, hey, bro, I love your work too. Yeah, all of that. And I was like, oh, wow. So it was very deeply 
manifested mm-hmm. in my brain that okay. you know yeah. i love this place mm-hmm. and uh, it just after a point uh, this is not like a thing towards the current ui ux fraternity and the world that is out there okay. i actually come from a graphic design background mm-hmm. and an illustration background so it's a very visually heavy background and i entered into ui ux that way right so product and ui ux design in general has to cram with a lot of jargoning stuff like hicks law ye law ve mm. law mm. uh, user can only scroll like 3 seconds ke liye all of this stuff and it just became too annoying to me after a point because i'm just like if everyone is going because these are not like uh, constitutional laws these are just mm. design principles yeah. and something that you learn in college very well is that you are given a blank canvas you can do whatever mm. the hell you want yeah and in design 2 plus 2 is not 4 so why are we not breaking patterns and not breaking laws and checking out if things are working or not mm. so i think that just became my whole thing where i'm just like surrounded by all these people who are talking in a lot of ui ux jargon and work and no one is just talking about visual excellence and functionality i feel that functionality is great and very important but at the same time it should not be subordinate to visual excellence both of them should go hand in hand and that's how you make a beautiful and timeless product and i think that was just like something missing because i was just like i am not seeing someone break a pattern visually efficiently yeah. and functionally i feel like everyone is working but visually i was not uh, getting very excited by seeing products or work around me mm-hmm. and when i saw cred i was just like okay this is something that this is someone doing something very different i don't care how much flack they get on linkedin or twitter but this has to be someone who knows that they are doing something different from mm-hmm. what everyone else is doing and i yeah. think it just became that like the i just like when i was in the time of looking for jobs i just pinged uh, my colleague atul khola who mm-hmm. works at cred that hey dude i love your work i'm looking for a change in case you are uh, uh, looking for product and like you know here's my portfolio and he's a sweetheart of a person he replied to me and he said yeah dude uh, let's catch up and all of that uh, we like your portfolio and i was like okay great so yeah and after that i just had a couple of interviews and yeah bro oh, great yeah um okay so i think i've already take i've taken your 25 minutes of time and okay, okay. still half of the questions are left no worries. so so uh, now the second part go to the second part which is the technical questions okay and so this technical question i really want to learn from you and uh, these things will really help me understand the whole how to design development development process of a product and maybe i can uh, take this insight and might help uh, in my you know sure, sure. journey of okay. okay so what is your hand off and a post hand off process look like yeah um it's i think uh, it's very similar to what you would actually think uh, it's just done very uh, how our design files are made out is very very organized uh, so there's a proper process of as to first of all figma is a blessing as to how developers can easily be able to hand off yeah, uh, yeah. you know uh, mm-hmm. are able to get the hand off but at the same time it's uh, when we we have a design file mm-hmm. at the same time we have like this file for the developers which we you know Mm-hmm. try to always uh, have mapped out an entire user journey end to end with edge cases and everything for the developers in a very uh, organized fashion so that they can easily understand the user journey and flow from one place to another mm-hmm. so i think that's a, and we just get on a call we take them through that journey and they are they, uh, they also share that file and in case they ever want to ping us with any issues and everything we just talk to them it's just a very, very normal regular handoff Uh, you know, 
Okay. There was this one thing I was uh, earlier one uh, earlier one I was reading the article from Spotify and they are, they have this design values. You know, three design values like humanly and something. There there were two others. Mm-hmm. So do you so do great follow any design values? Do they have any design values? Of course they would have. So do you like it to or do you like it to to say something about like the design values you follow? We like, do have to stay consistent across the whole platform. Uh, there are design principles by the uh-huh. design team that we have. We call ourselves Design Mafia. Okay. And there are multiple principles, and uh, it will take a lot of time. Oh, One right. thing that is my favorite principle over there is that it says, uh, "Don't be afraid to make mistakes, but don't make the same mistake twice." So that is something. That was the first thing that I read on the first day I joined it, and I was like, "Ye bhot This is something I have. I don't think at least I have heard before." And yeah, I think that's something that I always uh, wake up to whenever I go to work. Because the thing is, I'm actually never afraid to make mistakes over here. People are super duper, duper, duper chill, friendly. It's like an insanely beautiful work environment. People are super supportive. But yeah, like if you made a mistake, make sure that it doesn't happen twice because you, know, you want to actually make beautiful work. Yeah, I think uh, I'm, I don't know who said it, but like it takes courage to go into a creative part and to make a mistake. Yeah, always. And like, I think no one should ever be afraid to make mistakes because you will know whether you're making mistakes much later. Mm-hmm. Because in the beginning, you're actually just probably breaking a pattern. Mm-hmm. I'm just going to like a random ass example. Like, say, kisi ke hamburger hamisha left pe rakha hai. Uh-huh. Now, let's say someone puts it on the right. Mm-hmm. He, the world might tell him that you are making a mistake, but he's probably or she is probably just breaking the pattern in some uh-huh. sort of the way. Other. Maybe uh-huh. later you'll realize through uh, user testing funnels, data analytics that no one is tapping that button on the right. That's fine. Mm-hmm. But at least you try to break a pattern, right? So you have to break pattern and you will later get to know if it's a mistake. You might just be making a wonder out of it. So, yeah. 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 Great. That does that beautifully. I was just going to the website today for some inspiration. I saw that everyone is doing on the left side of the screen and is the great doing on the right side of the screen. <laughs> Okay. Yeah, it's very, uh, yeah. So what is the percentage of a time, like, like this was very important for me, like what is the percentage of time you give to the pre-design versus the UI versus the testing part? Oh no, this is, it's, it's very uh, like subjective to the product that we are making. I think like everyone has deadlines and yeah. strict, try to stick to those deadlines all the time. Mm-hmm. But uh, I think, desi- uh, uh, sorry, what all three things you asked? Pre-design, design and Pre-design, uh, uh, testing. Pre-design testing versus UI versus testing. Okay, yeah, I think uh, pre-design is more of like very product thinking where we get along with a lot of product managers yeah. and uh, with their beautiful brains and ideas, which is brainstorm a lot with them mm-hmm. and come up with the best possible thing that we want to make. Mm-hmm. And uh, after that, uh, I think that yeah, there's no percentage as such, but I do think that design process is the is going to be the longest one because you know you're ideating, you're brainstorming even again, even more because that time you have paper, uh, the ideas on the paper or over here, mm-hmm. then you start executing it and you come up with more and more flaws or ideas that okay this mm-hmm. can be done, this can be done. So yeah. I think that is uh, yeah, it's a very subjective thing, and then of course it starts with the testing and everything. There's no percentage as such, but I've usually seen a pattern in the past eight to nine months that I've been over here that design uh, takes is more in percentage than these. But at the same time, like design should be right because that's the time when you're executing. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, okay.
So, so what data points do you look at while uh, redesigning a product or a feature? Uh, yeah, so, uh, it basically depends. Like, for example, if you use something, then we uh, so you use something. You created something and you just put mm-hmm. it out there for the world, and then you actually just sit down there and see like how every single thing is being interacted by people. Are people uh, perceiving the way that you had thought that you were designing it for them? Are people is the ratio of the people making clicks on something that you wanted them to? Mm-hmm. Is that happening or no? So I think those are basic ideas and as to how we think that, okay, maybe people are not perceiving the way that we mm-hmm. we had decided and we keep on changing. It. And that's basic data points that you get to see after every time that you get to So there was one thing that why credit is like so uh, like different from any other apps in the market. Like why they are, I mean, all of their transitions and animations are beautiful, but why... And uh, the great company so focused on the like the design part, like uh, like n- no other company. I think uh, it has to do a lot with first of all the team that we have over here, but even a bigger part of it is our head of design, mm-hmm. uh, Harish Sivaramakrishnan. We call him Harish Bhai, as Pyar se. Everyone calls him Bhai, and I think because. Uh, it's just his energy and his like and like the when he enters the room you're just like okay i need to listen to what this guy is talking he's going to talk about today and he is a very very interesting person so uh yeah i think learning from him and his honestly the way great design is i think it's because of him and how he idealizes and how he wants things to be and he is a very um so some that I love about him because I also come from an illustration background mm-hmm. and he's also a person who really values art and he always calls like people can have different opinions and he comes from an opinion where he believes that art is design mm-hmm. and uh, I believe I really really have always come from the same back, same uh, same theory and same ideology a lot of people have given me a lot of shit for it but I always mm-hmm. used to believe this and somehow I don't know where I started meeting this leader in design who believes the same way and it just like caught my eye and this was one of the very very big reasons why i wanted to i saw one his one of his youtube videos once and mm-hmm. i was like okay i think this is definitely someone who thought things the way i do and uh, i think the idea is not to be different i think the idea is to actually make something uh, very beautiful in nature mm-hmm. and that's mm-hmm. something that is just instilled in everyone who i've worked with over here is it's not that people want to make uh cool everyone just really be it the designers be it the developers be it the product managers everyone in the company i think everyone creator really strives for making a beautiful product and beautifully functioning product is something that everyone in this company strives for and it just energy is infectious too like you are never stuck to one thing. You come up with something, you're like, okay, ye cool lag hai. let's make it even cooler. Then you call like five more people. You're just like, Chalo, isko aur cool kaise hai? Tum batao. so I think the idea is never to uh, be different. The idea is to just make things look very, very beautiful. And okay. I think uh, what I am getting from here is that uh, you, the whole company and the you are very focused on making things beautiful. Also, uh, what the usability the credit does is also all the thing that is useful. And on top of that, yeah, yeah. I'm just saying, I'll just repeat The idea is that visual hmm. excellence and beauty, yeah, art should go hand in hand with functionality. Yeah, the idea is never to be like function over form or form over function. They are both something that should go hand in hand. Like, 
I can like get some example of difference between a Microsoft laptop and an Apple laptop. Like Steve Jobs was a designer and he was also a scientist. And Bill Gates was a coder, but he was not a designer. So what he made the same product, but he made it beautiful. And other one also made a product, but it didn't look beautiful, but still helped us. I think I'll there. Hello. 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 Can you hear? Hello. I Hello. Yeah. Yeah, I can hear you. Yeah. Sorry, what were you saying? I heard the Steve Jobs then. Uh, yeah. Can you hear me? Yeah. So I was yeah, saying that I heard the, the like difference between Steve Jobs and uh, Microsoft and Apple. Like Steve Jobs was a designer and was a scientist. And Microsoft, like Bill Gates, was only scientist coder. So what Steve Jobs made was a beautiful product and also useful. And what uh, Microsoft did was it was useful but not beautiful as Apple. So I think right. that is the key, you know, right. going going hand in hand with that. Right. So yeah. So how do you work with? So my this is my last question. <laughs> I will not take much of time now. So how do you work? Uh, Cross-functionally with developers, UX writers, product managers, and and the whole business, the growth team, and all. Yeah, so a lot of uh, I think stakeholders are involved in the process of let's say if you're creating a part of a product within the product of creating making something, uh, a lot of people and teams are involved in it, and because it's a beautiful brainchild of a lot of uh, teams coming together, and uh, yeah, we uh, have a great list, a great set of product managers who uh, you know literally control the idea of how uh, we're going to make something, how we're going to execute it. And it's a beautiful brainchild that comes with brainstorming with, with, uh, of, with them. Mm-hmm. So designers and product, product managers like, you know, are always in sync with what we are creating. And uh, luckily we have genuinely insane product managers who very much instill and see the kind of vision that we are also trying to come up with. And uh, we always have their, uh, you know, luck side by side and we have a great and beautiful asset as we call them asset team they are illustrators and amazing motion designers mm-hmm. who also are in sync with whatever we are creating so it's never like okay I'm making now you guys like just take take control mm-hmm. of it everyone is like on the same page throughout the journey of what mm-hmm. is being created so that they also know what they are looking up for, looking up to and what they are going to be creating and so yeah i think that's basically it. like everyone is informed at all those steps as to what is happening if you just come up with something you're at but i think something that's very very important mm-hmm. is your ideation and your story okay. storytelling throughout the journey of the product should be very very crisp i think if that is well very well thought through the execution becomes much much easier so even if you want to give extra time to just come up with the very brilliant idea or brilliant ideation, I think that should be something that should focus on a lot. Because everything else aage jake, aage ka, gets mm-hmm. much, much easier handled, handed off or yeah. done in person. Because if the story is not tied very well, mm-hmm. I think aage ka steps also, you know, will uh, take time. But I think that is something that you should always focus on, I think, personally. Um, yeah. it's, it's even in, uh, it's an inspiration that comes from, again, a different domain of design uh, storytelling, that's filmmaking. They say that story is key. So if your yeah. story is and your ideation is, you know, thought through very well, it yeah. just makes it much easier. Yeah. yeah, that was a nice situation between this filmmaking yeah. and <laughs> yeah. That that's called creativity. Like you are from the filmmaking, also a UX designer, and so how do you yes. beautifully connected those? So that was beautiful, and I think that was all the questions I wanted to know. And like, thank you so much for 
doing this podcast like it really really means a lot to me and thank you so much it was a good change for me also <laughs> talk to someone and be so happy